0: You're listening to Breakaway Wealth, the show designed to help you build wealth faster, think bigger, and break out of the herd. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Before we jump into today's show, we have some exciting news to share with you. Our brand new online community platform is now live. Get access to free on-demand in-depth training courses on topics like infinite banking, cryptocurrency, real estate investing, and much more. Just go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com. Or check out the show notes of this episode to find the direct link to request to join the community. Now, on to the show.
1: Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today, Damon Olivencia. Welcome, Jamin. How you doing, buddy?
2: what's up jim good to see you man pleasure to be here i'm happy to be alive another day on planet earth and uh sharing a conversation or about to share a conversation with you so uh thanks for having me dude it's 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 a pleasure to be here and uh i'm 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 grateful to be alive today
1: you know you got a great story and and nick Costco and you are buddies and uh he he tells me that he just wipes the jujitsu floor with you. Oh, no, wait a minute. That's not how he said it. Maybe it was the other way around. (laughs) Just got to give Nick a little, uh, got to, you know, just, you know, kick Nick a little bit since he's not on right now, but, uh, and I'm kidding, but, uh, he tells me that you guys are buddies, uh, from, uh, jujitsu and he was telling me about you. And I said, man, I got to have this guy on the podcast and get to know him better. And so let's just start out, man, with uh, your story. Where are you from? Tell me about growing up. Tell me about some of the challenges that you had and you overcame and take as much time and just lay it out
2: there. Sure. Um, thanks for the floor, man. Uh, so by the way, I love Nick too. Nick's, Nick's a great dude. And Nick has caught me quite a few times in jiu-jitsu. So, uh, so your statement's true. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, Typical story, you know, in, 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 in certain ways. I, I I grew up in uh, Buffalo, New York. I'm from Buffalo. I live in Louisville, Kentucky now. And I go between Louisville and Singapore. So uh, I, I I do business in Singapore and uh, I, I live in Louisville now though. And, uh, but my, my main family's back home in Buffalo still. And uh, when I say typical story, for me, it's 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 the typical story of the kid who struggled, didn't have friends growing up, wasn't smart enough in school, um, I was I was born with a, a, a condition spinal meningitis, you may or may not heard of that, it, essentially it affects the brain. Um, I'm a twin. So my twin brother, when when my mother had us, uh, he, he came out the normal one, and uh I was the one that was a little different, and they told my mother basically I would be um clinically mentally you know disabled so uh we you know and my mother who who never believed in my mom is my mom was big she just passed away a year ago, so uh huge influence on my life oh it's it's all good man you know it when when it's her time it's her time and and what I loved about my mother was she was big on how you define your life circumstances. She was big on mindset. My mother was huge on mindset. She was, uh, by all intents and purposes, very down to earth woman, uh, very, uh, 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 had a strong relationship with God in her own way. And uh, we, so she just, instead of putting me on medication, instead of uh, telling me I have issues she basically taught me how to meditate and told me nothing um in fact i didn't actually know what my conditions were until my my mid-20s and so i'm on the spectrum of autism and uh you may or may not notice but it, so i might be popping off in certain ways but but she she basically through meditation i i think i learned how to if you want to say, see physical reality, the way um, ah, I hate using this word, uh, normal people do, but it it took me a very long time to see physical reality in a particular way. And what I mean by that is, you know, you could tell me two plus two is four growing up. You can teach me that. And I actually did not learn multiplication or uh, proper addition until I was about 14, 15. So it it, it was just a struggle retaining information, comprehending information. That was always a struggle of mine. However, on the flip side of that, I had passions. And one of my passions was professional wrestling. And I still remember the day I was four years old. I saw Macho Man Randy Savage jumping off the top ropes. And I said, one day I'm going to do that. I knew it in my heart. I knew it in my mind. I was going to do that. I would pray about it uh, on a daily basis. I would meditate on that on a daily basis. I really believed in that in my heart. And and you know, fast forward years later, um, by the time I was around 16 years old, uh, I would say information started really sticking, and I was able to speak in better you know full sentences and and just. Kind of can hold myself in in social situations, and it wasn't it wasn't like that growing up for me. Um, so, yeah, I find myself at the age of you know uh, seventeen years old getting into the professional wrestling industry. I I said I was going to do it. I started at a local wrestling school. Uh, fast forward to when I'm 18 years old, next thing you know, I'm calling WWE and I'm sending them tapes after tapes, after tapes, after tapes. They finally say, all right, stop sending us these tapes. Come down to Louisville, Kentucky, go to Ohio Valley wrestling. That's basically the farm leagues of professional wrestling at the time. It's like the AAA. And I went down there, got a shot and got accepted. Uh, they, they brought me in and, uh, had an awesome career, man. I mean, I, I worked under that company for almost 15 years so wow. so it it, it, it it was cool like so the typical story of like kid growing up didn't have that many much friends got bullied all nine yards but I believed in my dream made it happen here we are got out of professional wrestling uh and one of the main reasons why I got out of pro wrestling was just your body can only take so much Uh, I, I put my body through a lot of abuse and, um, yeah, there was a time where I had to call it quits and it was, that was probably one of the hardest times of my life. Uh, just getting over it. Uh, I, I would tell my friends I feel like I'm a civilian you know I felt like I was in the military for so long. just you're in an industry that you know you're in your own right you're you're a doctor in it and uh, and, and and to just get out of that and go into completely new environments was extremely stressful and challenging, but also rewarding. and then I found myself getting into motivational speaking. Um, and 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 that term is so cheesy to me. I, I, I'm not into the term of motivational speaking, but I I I got into to that in in terms of going to schools, talking to kids, how to you know helping them achieve their dreams, uh, realized that uh, talking in for an hour at an assembly at a school actually isn't making change. That was my opinion. Yeah, I can go there and I can be the cool guy and give my story, but it just didn't feel I actually didn't feel like I was bringing change to schools. So I changed my business model a little bit and I said, you know, I'm going to put in more time at a school. So instead of, you know, being at an assembly talking for an hour, an hour and a half, I said, OK, I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to go to a school and I'm going to stay there all freaking day. And I'm going to go class to class and have more intimate conversations. And so I kind of like, yeah, I went from like this pro wrestler and then got into speaking. And then I was like, nah, man, I think having deeper conversations with people is how we bring change. I mean, every single person that has came in my life, you can call it a mentor, you can call it best friends, what have you, has brought change to my life through deep discussions. So I believe if we use conversation as a focusing tool, we can fine tune our own potency. I, you know, this is just through my own experience. And I find myself uh, in this kind of uh, field where I'm talking to kids and I'm asking them questions. Hey, man, how's your life? You know, and in and, and, and these intimate settings, you'd be surprised. A lot of people are speaking up and they're giving their life stories and they're becoming vulnerable and, so, yeah, I'm in the schools, and then I kind of get into these spiritual conventions where I start talking my story as I'm doing now. And then the business world kind of grabs a hold of me and they say, hey, you know, I think I would like you to come talk to my company. And, and so I'm finding myself kind of riding this interesting wave, you know, um, as I get out of wrestling, not really knowing what I'm doing but sticking to who i am throughout the entire process and for me i believe that if you stay as who you are then whatever shall be shall be in your favor because we can only be the best we can that's it mm-hmm. i can't expect too much for myself and so i'm I'm a, I'm a big uh i'm a big advocate of mindset you know we uh my mom was big on it she installed it into me and my brothers are into it and here we are man we're having conversations right now maybe revolving around that depending on where you want to go with this but for me it's using the conversation as the uh as the focusing tool that's that's my uh that's kind of the way i see things yeah
1: you know i really love what you said and uh, what was your mom's name or what's your mom's name
2: yeah, uh, Joanna, Joanna, Joanna Martinez. Okay,
1: Joanna Martinez, because, wow, back then, like when you were a kid, for her to have that insight is amazing because a lot of people talk about mindset today, and I want to talk about that because I think it's the most important thing that you can, that, that something you can change today, right now, you can change your life with the way that you think, right? And And so, but for your mom to know that back then, And to say, hey, I'm not just going to medicate my son and, and and put this label and stuff on him and not even like, like, I'm not putting that label. I think that's really like amazing. And then for you to then take what you learned from her and experienced in your life and put it to work to help others. Really cool. So to mom. (laughs) Yeah, man.
2: Hey, to mom, I feel super lucky. Like, um, because I remember being in, in, in these, you know, they, I don't know if they still call them this today, but they were called special ed classes when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. And there was an array of different types of children in there. It wasn't just one type. It was just, it's kind of put in the, the us animals in this certain cage. But what I learned, it, actually, those kids ended up being some of the biggest teachers for me because I saw How they? I saw their insecurities. I saw how they thought about themselves. Like they would say, "What are you here?" It's like it's like you go to jail and you're like, "Hey man, what are you here for?" And I'm like, you know, I I'm not sure. You know, like for me, it was always I I don't know. And they're like oh you're probably add or you're probably this or you're probably that you're probably bipolar you're probably whatever give me and i'm like I, i don't know i and i would ask my mom and she's like nothing's wrong with you you just learn differently that's what she would say you you learn differently and she she just stuck to her guns on that and um so and one of her big things was hey dude like the way you define things is gonna play out in your life, she always believed in that, how you define how you communicate with your life, you know, so uh, I would say, yeah, I mean, she's amazing. You know, I, I, I. She's given me the biggest gift, like she was the only one that believed in me when I wanted to be a pro wrestler, like. Everyone would be like, oh, dude, you can't do that crap. You're not going to dude. you're not going to do That's like trying to make it in the NFL and blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, what I'd say to myself, I'd say, I know, but I just, I know it's that, but I, I just feel in my heart, I'm going to do it. Like yeah. it was never like, I'm going to get angry and oh, I'm going to show you. I never had that attitude of, oh, I'm going to prove it to you. It was just like, no, nah, this is something I really believe in. I'm going to do it. And, and I stuck to it and I, I, I give my mom a lot of the credit because I know, you know, as, as I'm a parent now, and, and I think what I've come to realize is you look at your kids and you just want to do the best for them, or you want them to do the best for themselves and you don't want to interfere, but sometimes you want to interfere and it's this weird balance. And, and, and so I, I looking back and being a parent now, I respect my mom for, you know, she could have criticized me. She could have said, "Hey, man, that's a little far fetched, or or whatever." And I heard it from a lot of the kids I grew up with in special ed classes. They would say, "Oh, my mom, my mom says I'm not good enough, or I got to do better." And and you know, I'm thinking to myself, "Man, my mom doesn't talk to me this way." And 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 finding gratitude even then, without knowing that I was being grateful, right before like people are using it as buzzwords, and 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 you know, it, it for me it was like I was I was learning these type of ideas at a really young age. So I don't know, I, I, I stem from the philosophy these days that everything's my teacher, you know, you're my teacher in this conversation, they're like, I'm learning from everything. I mean, you know, if we, we want to talk about, you know, even the concept of God, for me, God is in everything. God has shown me everything through my life. It's like a game of Tetris, you know, how we set the pieces is up to us but like you're playing the game. And so, you know, if you set the pieces or if you move too fast, you can build up the pieces real fast. Right. And and you lose the game or you start all over again. And, and so I look at my life, kind of like a video game and I, I, I just have fun, dude. Like it's yeah. good to be alive. It's good to be here. And you're my teacher. Uh, and what the heck why else are we here why like why is this moment happening and for the listeners that are listening why are they listening like what brought them to that moment like what brought us all here i don't know but it's kind of cool we're here for a reason there might be something i can learn from you whether it's good quote unquote or bad quote unquote like it's there to show me something so i have to learn something I like going from this mindset. I like coming from this place. It's so, yeah, I can go down. So, so let me, let me encapsulate it and put it in one thing to me. It's all about how you communicate with life, Mm -hmm. life meaning not how you communicate with others. Yes. That's an important part. By the way, I, my mom used to say this all the time, but I actually believe in it. Communication is like the number one thing. I think what, what what hurts us as humans is lack of communication sometimes uh or maybe we could communicate things a little differently the way we approach things but let's take away people and let's just go to the beholder the one who's seeing. well okay how am i communicating with life around me like while i'm driving to work how am i thinking I used to observe this as a kid. I used to, I, okay, so I woke up in fear of going to school because I didn't understand a damn thing. So it was like I would create these mindsets like, uh, gotta go to school. It's just no different than someone waking up and saying, uh, gotta go to work, uh, doing this thing. They're, they're communicating with life in that moment. If one is aware of that, then maybe you have a chance to change the way you're playing with that piece of clay, instead of leaving it as the mold that it is. The difference is we stay in that mold sometimes. We stay in the mold that, oh, uh, I gotta go to work. Eh, and, and let me drink my coffee because I'm tired. And, and you say this to yourself, well, then you're gonna make it a little hard. So the way I approach things, or what works for me, I should say, is like, all right, I might say that, I gotta get up, but I'm gonna say, Uh, it's kind of funny that I'm even talking to myself right now saying that I got to get up. It at least puts me in a different mood. The other different thing I think about is like, okay, uh, today, probably not the best day. Some of us have bad days, right? We say, ah, probably not the best day I've ever had. Uh, But you can also say, you know, today sucked, but eh, tomorrow's a new day. Let's see how it works. Sounds silly. And it sounds so like, Eh, anybody can say that, but like, no, like, are you really doing it? You know, is someone really waking up and you you wake up, you're tired. You're going, "Ah, I'm tired. It's like, yeah, but you know, I'm tired, but I'm going to do the best I can today. That's a little bit more optimistic than saying that I got to get up and go to work. And I don't want to do this. And I got to deal with such and such. And, and now I start creating all these scenarios that never end up happening anyway. Like people always create these scenarios. They go way far ahead. And most of these things don't happen, or they do happen, and you prove yourself right anyway. So I'm a firm believer in, like, your mindset and the way you think and the way you go about things is creating what's in front of you. And I'm not saying literally, but maybe the way you interpret it, the way you you define it, the way you define things. My mom, once again, going back to my mother's teachings, like... Hey, the way you define your stuff is how your life will become. For how you are is how your life shall become. This is how my brain goes. It's very important to me to express this because I see struggle in people. But I'm like, why? Why do they struggle? We all have different contexts, right? I mean, not all of us maybe had an awesome mom not all of us maybe had a great childhood or or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I have complete like sympathy and empathy for, for someone who's different. But if one can be a little bit aware, just a little bit, if we can use this conversation even, and I'm saying something that resonates with you, or you say something to me that resonates with me, and we use it moving forward, perhaps it's a key to the castle, my friend. So this is how like, I like to navigate it. I don't try to take this thing so seriously. What is the, what is physical reality? Someone explain it to me. You can, you can you can you can get a physicist and you can get people scientists and people that can explain. But nobody really knows what's going on around here. I don't care who you are. Right. You can have your beliefs. Beliefs is another thing. That's faith, no problem. But do you really know what this is? Right. We're in space earth is in space and in space there's all types going on so with that being said if we take it a little more lightly we might get around a little more lightly you feel me
1: absolutely you know i i like what you said earlier because i think life is like i'm you're you're navigating the waters as certain things come up, sometimes the waters are slow, sometimes mm. the waters are fast, sometimes they're rough, sometimes they're calm. But but you you don't get to choose the water down the stream, right? Is the, yes. the water down the stream is coming, and there's going to be times, you know, like like um, you know, in the last six months, being out of my house, you know, and moving six times, and you know all of this stuff. I could say, okay, a hurricane destroyed my house. Okay, there's nothing. I can't rewind that and go, okay, it didn't happen, yeah. right? So you have to deal with it. And what you, the way that you deal with it is you say, what are all the things that I'm going to have on the other side? I have to have this vision, and I have to have this mindset that it doesn't matter what's thrown at me. Whatever's thrown at me, I mean, it, it, it's, like, it, it's like you're the best hitter of all time in baseball. Throw me a curveball, throw me a slider, throw me a changeup, I'm going to hit it, right? I might not hit yeah. it every time might not hit it every time. Some days I strike out, but guess what? I'm swinging. Right. And I I know if I swing, I'm going to, I'm going to hit it. Right. And I'm going to, and so the, 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 you know, the thing that I love about people that um, go through adversity and people that have a guide and somebody that they uh, can guide them through it is they then go on to want to help others. And I think that's the reason we're here is to, um, is to help other people through this journey, like you said, w- whatever it is, right, and everybody's going through something different everybody that I meet, everybody that I talk to, it can be subtle, they can look like they got everything they got the looks, they got the money, they got you know the the perfect spouse, but they're going through something like life is difficult and and, and yes, absolutely that, and and i I love that life is difficult. I would really hate to spend a hundred years on this earth and it just be a, a cakewalk. I wouldn't know what I uh, would do with myself. In fact, I feel sorry for the people, and I know a couple of them, that are born into these families where you know they're on the 26th mile marker of a marathon. They can roll the next 0.2 miles, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, and nothing they do is gonna do anything because somebody in their past and these generations made millions or billions of dollars and they can't make an impact in that environment. But the person that mm. starts with nothing, you know, success isn't how far, how far you are, it's how far you've come, right? So it's like, look back, measure back, don't measure perfection, measure back, plan on perfection, but measure back. And and I love that because you've had a lot of things that you've overcome, and it, and it taught you things that now you're sharing with other people, because not everybody has that insight, but God, God gifted you with that insight and said, Hey, Jamin, I'm going to put you through this so that you understand how to help other people that might be going through something similar,
2: whatever it you is. You said it. You right? said it. Yes. So all these
1: kids, it doesn't matter what is going is happening. Let me show you that you're capable regardless of what happened to you or is happening.
2: Absolutely. I, I, I love that because this is where I love, this is the part of the conversation that I really love because now we're sharing our perspectives and how, how they coincide. Most of our perspectives actually coincide. We just got to get to that place where we, we can all kind of just settle down a little bit. And I just, everything we're going through is for us. The people that are in our lives is for us, like Otherwise, I wouldn't see you in my experience. Otherwise, I'd be meeting some other person right now. Like, like, you have to be part of my path. It's part of my movie, whatever that means. Like, this is part of my belief system, right? I have a, I have a crazy belief system where I just think it's all wild and it's all true. Like, it's, everything's right. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're the Picasso you go is is as, as you learn and what feels right to you and you go off of that. I, I like religion for this reason. I love many different religions for this reason, because every little religion, every different religion actually points to the same thing. They might have different philosophies, maybe ways of going about things, some belief system things, but but at the end of the day, not nah, there's there's a there's an overall good and everything and and you oh, it was going back to life being hard, like what I wanted to make a comment on is who are we without the opposition? Yeah, instead of everything being hairy and scary and mean and bad and terrible, like, who the hell am I without without that that struggle? Like, yeah, I had to get picked on I had it, How do I grow? Nothing, right. you know, like anything that's beautiful, that comes your way. And I'm sure this is a quote somewhere. But something, to go. you know, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, you know, everything that comes that's good is, is going to be it's going to hurt a little bit. When a snake is shedding its skin, it probably doesn't feel great. Maybe it's not so bad, but maybe it feels like a scab is ripping off, you know, like sometimes we just got to go through the opposition. Who are you without the opposition? Who am I without the opposition? Who are we without different points of views where we can maybe learn from each other? And if we don't learn and if we don't agree, maybe we can at least un- come from a place of understanding. okay, now I understand where this person's coming from. I may not agree with it or it may not right. resonate with me, but if I have understanding, then why why am I mad or why am I fighting it? you know right. and 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 so we take people once again out of it and we go to life circumstances. the way we associate a cup of coffee in the morning, everyone associates well. I would say generally everybody will associate a cup of coffee with, I'm tired, I want something to pick myself up. You know, but maybe we can change the way we define we look at coffee. Maybe it doesn't have to be, it could be a part of it is like, yeah, I got to get up and I want some coffee. But maybe it's like, you know, I really like the smell of my coffee and I like the way it tastes that first. I like, I like, I like it smelling it first thing in the morning when it's brewing I just got out of the shower I like that that first that's the first part I actually like the other part is like drinking it maybe you're at work at that point and you're unconscious and you're not even thinking about how beautiful it is but right. maybe it's that first, it's finding like it goes back to this like it's cheesy but it's like gratitude you know like I don't know I'm grateful right now for this conversation and it sounds silly for me to say that maybe but i really believe in that yeah. i actually feel grateful for it I'm, I'm getting to like share my passion with somebody and yeah. you're sharing your your passion back and what an opportunity to just yeah. pick ourselves up maybe we could be each other's coffee That's maybe right. you yeah. know what i mean like it's, it's like so we talk about like you know god using each other as vessels and and you know i believe People are angels. Like, yeah. I believe some of us are, are from different realms. This is just my opinion. I believe, like, some of us are angels, and we're helping each other walk home, if you want to call it that. We're we're, we're all here to learn, and, every, I mean, it's hard as it is, so why not make it a little bit easier? I don't know. That's just so, how I feel about
1: it. I like what you said. What, one of my favorite quotes is, adversity introduces a man to himself. And it, because it's an old mm. quote, it's really adversity introduces a person to themselves. Because without that adversity, you don't know what you would do. You don't know how you're, but, but the adversity builds you. It, it strengthens you. It, 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 it makes you grow. But then what you, and what you get is you get confidence, which most people don't have confidence. And once you have confidence, you can do anything because you should always be increasing your confidence. It's a skill set. It's not something people are born with. You weren't born well with confidence. Said. I wasn't born with confidence. I had no. no confidence when I was a kid. Why would I based on my circumstances? But, or based on your circumstances. And, and, sure. But the other thing is, is that once you're confident, then you can do something that Stephen Covey talks about in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is seek first to understand, then to be understood.
0: Mm. There you right?
1: go. Like, like when you're talking yeah. to these kids and one of the things that stuck out to me is your you said you didn't say hey, I tell these kids everything about me. And I just keep telling them about me. No, you're asking them, hey, tell me about you, man. Tell me about your day. Tell me about your life. Tell me about like, seek to understand, then the message that you want to give them can be understood, right? But until that until you understand them, that message can't be received. And that's back to what you said, overall, which is communication. So in every think about every conversation that you ever have if you first first priority understand what the other person needs wants is trying to communicate right then then try to get them to understand what you're feeling and what you need to communicate the how many people 99.9% they want to tell you how they feel okay now you yeah. tell me how you feel
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
1: it's backwards and that's why we don't communicate is because people are mm. people and so so what i love about adversity is there was i was in a, i was in church one time and this pastor was talking about a book and i can't remember the name of the book but it was like letters that people wrote to people that had died like after they died and so that was the son that said um hey dad like you you know i'm i'm angry because you the adversity that you went through made you who you are. And that's why everybody loves you and respects you and looks up to you. But you didn't allow me to have that adversity. You took that from me. You tried to make my life too easy. And therefore now I'm struggling because I, I I haven't gone through that. Right. And I, and it, and I was in church with my son and I thought Mm -hmm. guilty, guilty. Like I did that. Because you don't want your children to suffer. You don't want your children to grow. But think about it. I mean, in my belief system, God is our father, and we're children of God, and He has he's a better parent than I was. He knows that he has to let us go through this so that I'll get stronger, so that I'll become what he wants me to become, what he envisions and knows that I can become. So if he didn't let me go through that adversity, if just money came down, I uh, I win the lotto, I I marry the supermodel, I I mean all of these things that somebody would think would be perfect. And I had no adversity, I get the end of my life and graduate from this world, which I believe someday I will. I'm about I'm 57, I'm about halfway, Jam Damon, uh, is is and we get at the end and go, what was the lesson in that? But when i get to the end i'm gonna say god well taught well done thank you
2: well said my friend so then i'll ask you the question i think i know the answer but i I want to ask you because i want to hear your answer is okay at 57 are you happy dude i mean like life is cool like how do you feel dude even if it was done today are you like you know what that was an awesome ride. That was cool. Like, how do you feel about it?
1: I, you know what's funny is in the last year or so, I've had a lot of adversity. And if something happened today, I would I would I'm 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 totally content having dinner in heaven tonight versus in Southwest Florida. Is I, I say that all the time, but it's true in my heart. Is I, I've had a great life. I've I've met a lot of people. I've tried to help a lot of people. A lot of people have helped me. And I love a lot of people and, and it would be, you know, uh, whether I'm halfway or today's the day, right? It doesn't matter to me because, and every day I feel blessed to be able to help people and, and, and help people see that they can do things that they don't think they can do. You know, you you talk about wrestling and coaches, you know, a coach's job is to, is to get, is to show you that you can become something that you don't believe that you can become. Right? Is and and, yeah. and, and help you get there. So yep. you know, that's what a coach does. That's what a guide does. And 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 you can do that by example because what I want people to do is look at me and say, well if that dude can do it, I can do it. You know? And yeah. and, and, and 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 so and and he and somebody's gonna help me. You yeah. know I, right? Yeah. Somebody's gonna help me. Because what would you do if you couldn't fail? I mean, what would you do if you couldn't fail? If you, I mean, what would you do in your life if you couldn't fail? Because guess what, you can't fail unless you quit, and that's so. That's the whole yeah. thing. don't quit.
2: That, that's <laughs> that's it, man. You know, it, it's uh, once again, and it goes back to adversity. I mean, it and it, adversity invites us to evolve. I mean, the strongest are forged in fire. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they talk about the diamonds, right? They, they create a diamond, you gotta put pressure to it. You know, like It's yeah. like, it, 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 I, I guess it just works in everything. And to, I think if we're talking about it, and you know, this is why, this is why I think it's, I, I, I just love like beating this over the head a thousand times. I, I, it's in my belief system that it's, this is why it's important to talk about it. Like just chat about it. Just, any type of self-development in general, if you're talking about that more than how you're, instead of being pissed off about the football game all week, the game that happened last Monday and you're still talking about it and you're regurgitating everything you heard on ESPN and you just want to tell your friends about the, and you want to sound smart and whatever, like if if we actually were talking about ways to feel better maybe in that, or like, you know, I, I'm kind of upset that my Jets didn't win or my Buffalo Bills didn't win, yeah. But you know, like, I don't know, I just think if we if we're having more conversations that are centered around self development in some way, you probably have a better chance to go down, you were talking about this river earlier that I really liked, and you probably go down a little bit more smooth, you know, you're not going to hit the rocks as much. And um, I feel like that's what we're doing now. And, and, and I, once again, it sounds cheesy. But I'm grateful that we get to share this conversation. Because yeah. it's it's early in the morning, everyone's just starting their day, whatever. But like, all right, at least we're talking about something that's positive. Yeah. Even if but- even if no one else care, <laughs> at least yeah. the two individuals that are experiencing it are like, hey, you know, all right, here we go. So- so you know, to me,
1: gratitude is is never cheesy, man. Because what's the opposite of gratitude? Anger. It's it's like, well, what's the choice? Sure. right? You have choice to be gr- grateful, or you have a choice to be ungrateful. And if you're all, you build a, you build up negativity, and you build up negative energy, and you build up negative thinking, and then guess what? Your what's in your heart becomes your thoughts become your actions so then you start to act negatively and, and, yeah. and, then, and then guess what you get you get negative result it's not rocket yeah. science right and it's so easy. when you're yeah. grateful yeah, yeah. And, and I'm grateful that we're talking and I'm grateful that you're sharing your story and and, and I'm getting to know you and, and, and so from that I'm going to have positive thoughts which means I'm going to have positive actions which means I'm going to get positive results and it might be meeting somebody today and say, "Oh, you're in school. Hey, I know this guy. You got to meet, man. I just talked to him today um, on my podcast. You got to, you got to meet this guy." <clears throat> I don't know what it is. See, God's in charge of that, not me. So all I got to do is I got to go down the river and and. So what you said though earlier is all the noise that's out there, Jamin. This is what gets yeah. us in trouble. Is go to school, get a job work hard, save your money, retire yeah. someday. Yeah. Right. That sounds like a cow, you know, be born, eat a lot, get fat, get <laughs> Like, I don't want, I'm not in the herd. Okay. I didn't like school, but I love to learn. Right. And I would tell people, you got to go to school to a certain degree. Right. But regardless of whether you go to college, or you don't go to college. I've got plenty of clients that didn't go to college that are, plumber plumbing contractors electrical contractors business owners everything else that are making millions and millions of dollars a year so just know if somebody says to you hey if you don't go to college you're screwed that's not true at all not true at all if you're screwed right so but but what you what you have to do is you have to educate yourself educate yourself yeah. with books listen to books if you're not a good reader listen to it if you and if you gotta listen to it three times, guess what? Listen to it three times. Take notes. Call the yeah, call man. the author. Write them a note. Hey, I didn't understand this. Can you explain it to me? Guess what? They will. Because people don't know. do that. They don't man. reach out to them. Right? And so you gotta go, you gotta do something different. You can't do what the herd is doing. You can't be born, eat grass, get fat, get slaughtered. You can't do that right? You got to be the cow that's looking for the hole in the fence.
2: No, I love what you're saying. This remi- I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about personal experiences and I'm thinking about people I've met along the way too. Uh, I, there was a, like one, someone told me a long time ago and, and I'm, I'm struggling to, rem- I always forget his name cause it was, I was really young when he told me I was probably like 20, but I remember he said something like, dude, like, if you want to get somewhere and in certain industry or whatever, go up, go to like that building or that business or whatever, ask if you can talk to the owner or see if you can get in touch with the owner somehow and just say, Hey, can I take you out for a cup of coffee to ask about your business? And nine out of 10 times this is what he said at the time. Nine out of 10 times they'll actually say, okay, sure. Because they're passionate about it they believe in it they want to help somebody they kind of want to bring some most people do most people do well he was right man because i saw that in my life where i'd meet people and i'd say hey for example speaking i knew nothing about speaking and one time i went to a speaking event waited for the dude to leave the place and i was like hey dude can i can i take you out for like dinner or a cup of coffee and he's like oh no no i just want to talk to you about some speaking and just like learn from you he said sure you know he gives me 45 minutes of his time and you get a little something you know like there, there's 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 beauty in and in, in it's just talking about running away from the herd right getting getting through the hole like doing a little bit more going the extra mile whatever like you have to kind of um you have to you have to be able to to have i think uh number one the strength and the courage to just do something that's not what everyone else is doing, you know? If I see everyone going right, I'm going to go left. It doesn't mean that they're wrong, by the way. But if I really want to make an impact for myself or an impact for someone else, I got to go this way. I got to figure it out. I like jumping in and then learning how to swim versus like. Yeah. Sometimes if you're an intellect, I'm not an intellect, I'm more of like a a, a macro, like I like seeing the whole picture, when it gets a little like into the details, I get a little confused. So for me, I'm the type of guy that has to like, jump in, then really mess up a bunch of times to figure something out versus if I if I if I learn like, okay, if I wanted to be a, uh, a business coach, uh, let me look at step A, step B, step C. I'll get really intimidated and I'll actually probably back out of it sometimes because I'll be like, oh, these are a lot of steps. If I'm looking at the mountain before even walking it, I gonna say, oh man, that's pretty freaking high. It's going to take me a minute to get up there. And now I started creating this whole thing versus just walking it, just walking it. So we all have uh, our own unique ways of growing and, and, and going through it. But I like what you said about kind of separating yourself from the herd and, and going the extra mile, or at least that's what I took out of it.
1: So, you know, the thing, I, like, when you go right, when everybody's going left, you're gonna hear noise. They're gonna say, Jamin, man, dude, you're gonna, you're gonna crash and burn. You, I mean, don't do that. You're, you're throwing away these opportunities. Like, come on, come with us. Come with the reassuring lie. But, you know, like, but it's reassuring. Hey, if we're all going down, we're all going down together. Right. They're going to say that to you. And every time you get some adversity, you're going to think, were they right? Am I wrong? Am I the wrong one? And what you got to do is if you have a coach, if you have support, if you're communicating with other like minded people in a community, wherever it is, is you're going to say, no, I'm going the right way. It's just the path is hard right now. And it's okay. It's okay that the path is hard because I'm still on the path. I'm still going in the right direction doesn't matter if I get there today or 50 years from now, as long as I get yeah. there, right? Because the other people yeah. aren't getting there. They're going the wrong direction. So, yeah. you know, I really love that. And I love people that just don't let things get in their way, whatever it is. And, and, and I can tell you're that type of person where you don't let things get in your way. And we could probably... You know when I was I ran the Gold's Gyms in Kansas City when I, in the early '80s, and all of the professional wrestlers came into Gold's Gym at the time because that was to work out. That's cool. And so I, I got to know uh, these guys, and I remember like when Hulk Hogan and he was like the top of the top back then. Is he Absolutely. came in and and, they, and his manager would come in and say, "Hey, uh, Hulk Hogan wants to come in here and uh, work out. Is that going to be okay?" And and I said I was the manager, so I said, uh, "Can I get a picture?" I said, oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> but he comes in, he was like the nicest guy in the world, like not like what yeah, you see yeah, on yeah. TV, right? And, like the, and I was like, oh, dude, man, what a nice guy, right? If, if I would have said, <laughs> said to him, hey, I got a dream of being a professional wrestler, I promise you, he would have said, hey, come, come walk around while I'm working out. I'll talk to you. I mean, one I said, whatever. He would have, like, reached out. Now, he's the best of the best at that time, right? So reach out to people. That's all you got to do. Take action.
2: So, yeah man take it's
1: action it's in our heart it affects our thoughts and our thoughts create action and, I agree. And, and, and so keep your heart I mean the Bible says guard your heart because it's saying if you let negativity and evil into your heart you're in trouble but as you do that you'll you'll just create more and more and more positivity uh, if you don't if you protect your heart One question that I have for you as we wrap up is if God came down from heaven and said, you could only retain the knowledge that you received from one book that you've read, what would that Mm. book read? What would that book be?
2: Okay. The one that comes to mind, this book impacted me when I was, uh, I think I was, I was probably about 21 years old. Uh, It was called the book of knowledge by Donald or uh, Miguel Ruiz. He wrote the four agreements. I believe that's the author. So forgive me if I'm saying his name wrong. Miguel is a great book too, though, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it it is a great book. And and then I read the book of knowledge after. And, and and it, and it, I, that struck me as a young man, because he was talking about, it was kind of like what my mom would talk about a little bit, like um, how you define things. Um, He said it differently, but it, 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 it impacted me then because I was like, Oh, there's some truth to that. Like watch how you talk to yourself or or don't assume that was one of his, uh, his big things. Don't, don't assume, you know, you know, don't, don't get too ahead of yourself. And that stuck to me. So I I would have to say the book of knowledge, uh, that one, that's the one that's the one God gave me right there. That's, That's it. There you go.
1: All right. I love it. You know, it's funny, my book, when I when when I tell people what, what book made a huge impact on me is I grew up very poor, grew up in the inner city of Los Angeles, and I thought, all my friends thought, well, this is just where you stay, right? You, you know, we're poor, and so we'll always be poor. So, and Jonathan Livingston's Seagull, and it's been 50 years since I read that book, by the way, is, or not 50, but 45 at least, is he doesn't want to be a Seagull. He doesn't want to just... You know, you know, eat and stay around on the shore and do all of that, right? He wants to go see what's out there. And he mm. and he and, and and he just believes, no, I don't want to be classified as just the seagull forever. This you're not going to put me in a box. And so that book made me realize that I don't have to stay in the inner city of Los Angeles. I don't have to stay poor the rest of my life. I can do whatever I want to do. All I have to do is start flying in a different direction, just go take action and whatever happens, it's going to happen. So, right. And so I love that you did that too. And I love that your mom gave you that, uh, uh, belief and that mindset. I love what you said about meditation because I'm ADHD, really hard for me to meditate more than about, I can meditate a lot for about 45 seconds.
2: But you know what, but you know what you, but I know you're a man of faith. I mean, you, you, you mentioned that multiple times. So I know, therefore you pray and prayer, in my opinion, is, is a form of meditation. In my opinion, I don't, I don't know if that's technically sound or not, but I I believe uh, when you pray and you give your, you give your thoughts, your sins, your what have yous to God, to me, that's, that's meditation, man. Because if you can just put yourself in that state of silence for one second and reflect that's meditation. So, yeah not yeah. it's not for everyone to do it in the conventional way of like breathing and you know but 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 i think prayer is is the alternative i would say prayer is meditation too in that regard yeah. and, and i use a lot of prayer in, in in my life all the actually i pray a lot <laughs> i yeah. you know hey god i'll get off this call and i'll be like hey god thanks for thanks for this moment thanks for meeting jim you know like it's just part of the it's part of how we communicate you know with yeah,
1: life, so I, I totally agree man I have a I have an infrared sauna that I sit in and and I sit in there and just sweat and I don't I don't have my phone I don't have anything and and I try to do and and this is something recently that I learned I try to do a like for every minute that I talk to God I, I, I'm trying to listen for four minutes so that's the ratio and that's meditation because I'm waiting and listening and trying to in tune to the message. Hey, I just want to thank you for coming on. And how oh, would man. somebody get a hold of you? How would somebody reach out if they have a gig that they, that they think that you'd be perfect for?
2: Yeah. So you can uh, find me on my website. It's Jamin So that's J A M I N O L I V is in Victor dot A.com or you can find me on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera. Uh, I'm not on TikTok. Sorry guys. And, uh, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's it. I mean, you can basically find me anyway. And, 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 um, anyway I can help, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to learn too. You know, I don't think I, I don't think I'm that great. You know, I just, I just have a, a, a big passion for, uh, adding value to, a conversation. That's it. Awesome. Bro. That's awesome, so. man.
1: Hey, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you again, Jamin, for being with Thank us. Thank you, brother. Way well. And uh, look forward to having you back on the show again. And we're going to end this and wrap it up like we wrap up every show with the great, immortal words of Earl Nightingale. Take it away, Earl. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about
0: now let me say that again we become what we think about once again thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast if you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies then go to community.createtailwind.com That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.